Boom, and we are live. No intro today. We're just going to get right into it. It's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter one. We're going to talk about the Nurse Holly controversy. I'm here with my co-host, Annika. How's it going, Annika? It's going great. Rocking the specs yeah. today, I see. We're, uh, yeah, we're almost I, twins in our glass selection. Yeah, I, I'm uh, celebrating the fact that I had to go to work today. So, yeah, I actually forgot that I was wearing glasses. I don't normally wear them. But, and yeah. uh how is <laughs> the, they're pretty uh generic i don't know it's pretty it's pretty like common style these days how is it going with your uh, new year's resolution to do a video every single day <laughs> um so i was talking to you about this earlier i've not uploaded a video every day but i've spent a good hour at least every single day working on uh my channel content and i have a long list of videos and they're going to be timeless they're not like me going over the news they're going to be like really good it's going to be very similar to a style that i did a long time ago but i'm updating it timeless do you do you see yourself as the female answer to coach red pill <laughs> i don't want to compare myself to that but that's the thing. Is, I mean, like, oh, this is the other thing. Like, I don't hate that guy. I think there's a lot of people have reached out to me that think I hate him. I really don't. Yeah, you went on I the kill to... stream, though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And so I got it all I out of my some of that. Yeah. yeah, it was just like I ranted the same. I mean, he vented on me and I didn't get to respond. So I kind of vented. There's some stuff that's going to go on behind the scenes that I'm not involved in. Yeah, I, I wasn't planning to bring that up or anything. It's just when you said yeah. that you wanted your videos to be timeless. I think I remember yeah. Coach saying that to me when I had him on my channel, and I thought, "Oh, that's funny. is he's going to be timeless? That his videos are meant to be like timeless." Uh, he's a trend. No, we're no, we're <laughs> no. Think about it. Even Rouge back in the day was kind oh, God, of a go. different opinion. No, come on, come on. People are going to come back. Everything's kind of a trend, right? Okay, I mean, well, how, how are your videos going to be different? How, in what way are they? Well, be okay, different? it's it's the same opinions I had back in the day. It's the same sort of opinions that I presume Holly, Nurse Holly, has. Um, maybe not for the same reasons. Like mine don't come from uh, religion. That's not where I got my ethics. Mine, mine come from, you know, science and you know, what I, what I believe is best for humans. So. All right. Well, I didn't mean to get into a whole thing yeah. about uh, CRP. We can. That's okay. No, he brags about, that. he brags about making a woman have a, an abortion. He's bragged about how he doesn't actually take care of his kids, things like that. Those aren't the types of things that I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna, We're yeah. definitely not going to talk about uh, the yeah. abortion or the, the, okay. Yeah, uh, those are things I promote. <laughs> right. Let's get into the Nurse Holly stuff. Um, this is really, I, this is something that came up kind of last week, but I wanted to talk about it. I was almost going to make a video on it, but I'm not really making videos. So I just thought I would leave it for our uh, guestless episode of Sex Wars. So here we are. So for people who don't know, Nurse Holly is a TikTok user the cringiest platform in the world TikTok, and on there she has uh 1.7 million followers and she made a video where she's uh i guess she has like a lot of young girls who follow her and she made a video telling them that the best way to avoid getting an std is to wait until marriage before having sex 
which made a lot of people angry. Now I have some tweets here. Let me find uh, the one of the viral ones. One of the people blocked me who put up one of the tweets, but here's one who didn't. So this tweet here, this is the original TikTok. And this person said, if I go to get tested and the nurse tell me I should have waited till marriage, someone is getting knocked the fuck out. And that's got 19,000 retweets, as you can see. Uh, <clears throat> so I <laughs> uh, just to somebody's asking about the Can't Stop Progress videos, I have two strikes on my channel. So I'm doing them on my backup channel right now, which is iHypocrite2 and waiting for the strikes to expire, which will be mid-March. So mid-March, I'm going to go back to doing them here. But for now, you have to find the, my other channel, iHypocrite2. Um, first thing I want to say about this, so Nurse Holly, she, because of the backlash that she got for this TikTok here where she says it's, you know, you can wait till you get married and you'll have a lower chance of getting an STD, she deleted that video because she got so much backlash. In fact, here the reply to this tweet that I wanted to point out is uh, somebody who's trying to get her fired from the hospital she works at or the clinic or whatever. And as you can see, that's got 764 retweets. This person is saying, this is one of your nurses and she seems to have missed the lectures on sexually transmitted infections, as well as refraining from shaming patients. It is very disturbing that she cares for anyone, you know, tweeting that at her boss. And then there's a whole bunch of similar tweets like that. Um, I have I have like a couple more here. Like, for example, this one says, I guess my first question is, who do I report her to for malpractice? And here's another one that says... Uh, so how do we get her fired? Clearly this person shouldn't be near patients, et cetera, et cetera. And so she ended up deleting her, this TikTok video where it says, did you know the best way to prevent STDs is waiting for sex until marriage? Just the truth. Uh, now, people think that I'm crazy or I'm just memeing when I when I keep bringing up, uh, what's his name, T.I. and the hymen checking thing. I just want to drive home the point here that we live in a society where if you just suggest something wholesome, like waiting until marriage to have sex, as an option, if you suggest that to young girls, People will get super mad. The outrage against you will get thousands and thousands of retweets drumming up this anger against you. And people will try to get you fired from your job just for saying you don't have to have sex. She's not saying you're a bad person. If you have sex, I don't see, I don't see the shame that is being implied here. I don't see her saying you're morally failing. If you have sex, She's saying you don't have to have sex and not having lots of casual sex will be safer for your health, which is accurate. And people 
are super angry and trying to get her fired. That's the society we live in. If you're not like pro slut, you're like the enemy of our current culture. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that, Annika? Well, I obviously I agree. Or you'd have booted me out by now. Um, no, okay. So I, like I said, you know, I was very much like this. It, it wasn't for religious reasons when I was younger, and I, you know, I still uh, I agree with what she says. I know I've said that people need to wait till marriage. I was exaggerating a little, but you do need to wait until you're in a in an actual relationship with somebody. What she said is scientifically correct. That the best way to avoid an STD is through abstinence. That is not. I understand people don't want to hear that. I understand. Um, people don't want to have that kind of self-control. The same thing with diet and exercise. You can tell people how to lose weight. Um, that doesn't mean you're fat shaming them if you if you explain to them how to lose weight. Um, but the other to to kind of because the fat shaming and the slut shaming are kind of both a big thing right now. I wish we had more girls like this that were that were outspoken. And I think the way we're gonna get it. First off, kudos to her, 1.7 million followers, and she chose to to say something like this, knowing that you know it could hurt her. So I got to say, I have a huge amount of respect for her for using her voice and her TikTok a platform, which is, I mean, personally, I like. Um, I think his name's Officer Nene. Are you familiar? I like TikTok, but um, TikTok's fun. <laughs> Come on, I see you like it's, it's, it's a, unadulterated now, cringe. I've never okay. seen a TikTok video that wasn't cringe. Okay, well then I'll have to share some. TikTok. Even Nurse Holly's videos are cringe. Okay, at well, the end of the day. Anyways, <laughs> you and I don't have to agree on everything, but um, no, I really like that she's using her voice and her platform to say these kinds of things, knowing that it's not as popular. Um, I didn't see anything that she said that implied that she was slut shaming. What do you or think about her taking down the video and apologizing to the people who she offended? I don't think she should have done that. Right. I understand if she wanted to hide it temporarily because, you know, we all get in situations, especially at the beginning when you're the very first time you're ever hated on the Internet. It can be overwhelming. You're like, oh, my God. And then later you get a flood of people who support you and you're like, oh, shit, why did I delete that? Yeah. So. OK, so this brings us to the second part of this saga in which I got involved. Let me pull this up again. So somebody else replied to one of those original tweets uh, with another TikTok video that Nurse Holly had done about ways to cope with stress and anxiety in which she advised uh, exercise, sleep, drinking water, and Jesus, she says at the end, as opposed to doing drugs, drinking alcohol, and partying. Uh, so I quote tweeted the person who sent that and said, degenerates are mad. A registered nurse advises sleep and exercise to deal with depression rather than drugs and alcohol. My tweet went viral, got over 2,000 retweets there. Um, Did you promote I, your SoundCloud? Uh, yeah, this blew up. Uh, so here's... The TikTok, as you can see, she's saying ways to deal with stress, anxiety, and then she's saying don't do drugs, exercise, you know, and then at the end she says a whole lot of Jesus, which I think is obviously the part that made a lot of people really angry. But there's a few things I want to say about this. Um, first of all, 
people love to straw man you on Twitter or kind of like put words in your mouth, you know, and, and twist your argument to make it something you're not saying. Like, like for example, with the abstinence thing, they'll act as if you're pretending that you shouldn't practice safe sex if you're going to have sex, but those things are not mutually exclusive, right? You can, you can like acknowledge safe sex practices and also promote abstinence at the same time. You don't have to do everything in a 13 second TikTok video. With this one, people are again, trying to get her fired, accusing her of malpractice in this because they're trying to claim that she's giving bad advice for, mental illness and that she's promoting stigma around mental illness and that, but um, stress and anxiety is not necessarily a clinical condition. Everybody has stress and anxiety. I have stress and anxiety. You have stress and anxiety. We all have to have ways to cope with that, to deal with that. And what she is suggesting is good advice pretty much across the board. I, you don't have to, do all of those things to not have stress, but they're generally going to help if you live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, the Jesus thing, I'm going to come back to because that's the more controversial one. So just put that aside for a sec. But the other ones, uh, you know, just living a healthy lifestyle, drinking water, exercise and getting enough sleep is definitely going to give you a better mental space than partying and doing drugs. And I know this is somebody who did drugs for like 20 years. I know this is somebody who like lived a totally degenerate lifestyle. And I used to think that like I needed to smoke weed to cope with stress. Cause I, I had a lot of stress in my life from like financial difficulties and stuff like that. And it would make me really angry and I would smoke weed to just like level out and not be angry. But you know, being high all the time, it, it creates like this cycle of you're just, you're just getting into escapism. So you're never dealing with your problems. And so those problems are kind of always there and they keep building up. It wasn't until I stopped getting high and uh, doing other, like dealing with my other addictions, like my smoking addiction and my video game addiction and shit like that that I was able to kind of get a clear head and have, like, I have way better mental health now. And I'm not, but I'm not somebody who ever had like a clinical diagnosis or anything like that. So this is just practical advice for people, for everybody. You don't have to twist it into like people trying to imply that she's saying, Oh, you shouldn't take medication. If a doctor that, prescribes you medication. Yeah, that was the point I wanted to point out is that she's not telling somebody this in triage at the hospital. This isn't her diagnosis. Exactly. Um, she's saying this on TikTok in front of a bunch of young girls, and she happens to be a nurse. Um, I guarantee you she's not giving actual medical advice. Okay, so I've worked at a fi Fortune 500 company, and they've brought in speakers for lunch. Sometimes they'll bring someone in to talk for an hour and kind of pep talk, but often they'll be like a famous author. The one thing that I learned so many times from these is that um, sleep is the, one of the most important things for your health, and they're constantly telling you that. Like if you don't feel well or you're taking sick days a lot, they say that you should go home and you should try to sleep more. This is what they're telling you in like office environments because they know that. They wouldn't tell you to take a shot of bourbon. They'd say, go get some sleep. Cause they know that, I mean, they're not going to talk about STDs and such. Cause you know, it's a, that's not the environment it is, but I, 
I really think people are blowing this out of proportion. Well, she and when she says don't do drugs, I think it's safe to assume that she's talking about recreationally yeah, in this context, exactly. right? People are trying to say like, oh, this is, she's saying that you're a failure if you take your doctor prescribed yeah. Prozac or whatever. That's like such a stretch to take that away. People are just looking for reasons to be angry, right? Yeah. Uh, now, well, I and to justify to... their own behavior. That's... Yeah. I do agree with the straw manning though. It's like they have to build her up into they have to pretend she's saying something she's not so that they can fight a bigger monster. Oh, this is giving me different replies, I think, because I'm not logged in on Chrome. Well, there was a there was a reply to this tweet. Let me see if I can find Nate it. Nate Fritz asked, can I ask a question? Um, yeah, drop us a hundred dollar super chat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there was a lot of replies to this uh, stress and anxiety call yeah. out. It's not... Just to clarify, the the speakers that I mentioned earlier, a lot of them were like speakers that would kind of talk about kind of, you know, just bettering your life in different ways. A lot of times they were corporate gig speakers. They, they didn't just come in and say, get some sleep. But that was one of the things that I remember that was a, uh, a consistent kind of theme when they would talk about stress and anxiety, like what you mentioned is that sleep is a, a big deal. Your doctor will tell you that too. So doctors could say this stuff. Um, your OBGYN can give you sexual, um, can give you like, um, I guess, different pointers here and there on how to avoid things. But because this girl did it on TikTok, they're going to have a fit. Yeah. So here's, here's one of the replies. This is from a, uh, woman on tick, uh, Twitter called Jane Burgess, who says, I don't drink alcohol, do drugs or party at all. Guess what? I still have anxiety and panic attacks. I also drink plenty of water, change my whole diet, work out and still have anxiety and panic attacks. She's just ignorant and shouldn't be a nurse. Now, this brings us back to the, the one missing ingredient, which is the Jesus aspect. And when I click on Jane's profile, hopefully there's not going to be anything too crazy here that gets us banned off YouTube. Oh, she's but a porn... She is uh, basically a prostitute. Uh, so she has like, you know, call me and let's have some naughty fun and stuff like this. And there's a lot of replies from women that I've seen like that who are like, I've tried everything. And then you look at their profile and you see that they're just sexually degenerate. And uh there's a guy on Twitter called Rational Disconnect. I don't know if you know this guy. Maybe you've seen me bickering with him. He's like a, a bread tube wannabe guy who's always going after right wingers on Twitter or, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, this guy was like, he screenshotted me and was like, my, my viral tweet that I showed you and was like, oh, he left out the last part. I wonder why you know, kind of implying that I would be embarrassed to include the bit about Jesus. Uh, and I reply, I replied to him, you know, saying that you need Jesus in your life can just be taken as a shorthand for like, don't be a whore who goes out and gets abortions. You know what I mean? If you, if you look at all the other aspects that aren't covered by don't do drugs, don't drink, don't party, that would be covered under a religious act. It's like, don't be a slut. Don't get an abortion, you know, basically stuff like that. And 
funnily enough, there's actually like a lot of studies that show that uh religion correlates negatively with depression and anxiety, right? So people who are more religious yeah. are less likely to or, have or spiritual as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. so there is actually like a scientific basis to that, which I pointed out to him. And then he was all like, Oh, you can get the same effect from bowling, which I kind of doubt, but obviously there's a community aspect to it. So if you have a community if you have a social life you're gonna yeah. right it's it's true oh, yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah uh what's it called um when you're separated when you're like alienated or whatever if you're socially like alienated or whatever you're gonna be more prone isolated. to depression isolated yeah 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 that's what i was looking for um but i i feel like there's probably aspects of religion that are more beneficial than just the average social setting in terms of like normal living. I'm not trying to promote like saying you should go to church or whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying there, there's a lot of data that sort of supports this. I haven't gone super deep into it, but. Well, well I've told you I'm Taoist and I'll, I'll share with you the. That's funny. I think of myself that yeah. way sometimes too. Yeah, that I'll share with you like kind of with the 20, we that. might even go over it sometime on the show or something. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it fits the show. But Taoism is another good one because it um, it uh, it helps quite a bit with just kind of rules, but you don't have to be a creationist and you don't have to believe in an afterlife or anything. It's just kind of rules for for a good path in life that if you follow these 27 rules in life, you follow Taoism. If everybody follows it, you have a more cohesive society. So, so uh, another thing I noticed... Um, going through the replies is that a lot of the people who are angry about this uh, depression, anxiety, or stress, anxiety thing are women. Like, like overwhelmingly it's yep. women bragging about their depression, anxiety, and, and how uncurable and untreatable it is, <laughs> which I just wanted to make a point about this. Cause this is kind of a red pill that I've been aware of that I think is like sort of, undiscovered and un it's, it's not unknown that women have more mental health issues women are more medicated prone to stress uh men don't get um what is it not fibromyalgia the other adrenal fatigue like i can explain a little bit as to do you want me to i'm sorry i cut you off but i can explain a little bit why women so when you're dealing with stress like a high stress job um you burn through your adrenaline right? And it's what keeps you going. Well, once, once you're kind of out of adrenaline, like your body's used it up, men have testosterone to fall back on. Women don't. We, well, we have testosterone, but we don't have the same amount. So men, that's why men can go and work 80 hours a week and not get cancer. Women work 60 hours a week for a much shorter period of time and they go insane. It's because our bodies are built. We have a different type of stress that we can handle though, like children, we can handle stress. It's just a different type of stress. And that's why women in the workplace in the same positions that men are in and like what you're saying right now. Yeah. Women suffer mental illness. They, they need therapists because we're not designed to do men's work. Of course there are outliers. And, you know, I talk about this all the time. I'm an outlier. I can't judge all women based on what I can tolerate. You know, I have to, I have to understand that I, Annika's not normal. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, and one of the, like the hard statistical data we have on that is the 
medication rates. You can find stats on that, that women are more medicated than men when we're talking about like antidepressants and stuff like that. It's, I think it's like, it was one in four in like 2011. I don't know if it's gone up over the last decade, but it's at least like 25% of women are on some kind of, or have been at some point in their life on some kind of uh, antidepressant or bipolar medication or something like that. And with men, it's it's like one in five or one in six or something. Um, uh, also obesity, poor health, poor eating habits, poor sleep. I mean, all of this stuff, everything that she mentioned. Did you notice that her skin was clear? Her hair was nice, long and shiny. She was thin. Um, everything about her, she clearly is living. She had like clean teeth. She didn't have black circles under her eyes. She is yeah. definitely living the lifestyle that she's preaching, so to speak. So had she been a degenerate looking girl saying those things, I could see how one could say, you know, you're being a hypocrite, but she looked healthy by every metric. So for her to say that, I would take her advice. If I was a young girl and I saw a girl like, or I saw a woman like her on TikTok, I would be more prone to taking her advice um, if she told me the kinds of things that she said, even if I wasn't religious. I mean, I know religion is her angle, but I have a feeling that even if she didn't believe in Jesus, she would still be the same person. Because I think religion, a lot of times religion just gives us an excuse for why we do what we do. But I think you're still who you are at your core. Yeah. So the the undiscovered red pill I was alluding to, and I haven't been able to find the information on this, but if anybody can find it, I don't think it's out there because I've looked for it a couple times and I've never been able to find it, but maybe my Google food just isn't strong enough. So I'll put this challenge out there to people. Uh, if anybody can find me this data, I want to see the gender ratio of people who are living on disability because of depression or anxiety. Because uh, like I said, when I was in my younger days, my druggy partying days, I knew lots of women. I dated lots of women, women who were in the party scene who were living on disability. They, they wouldn't go to work all week. They would sleep all afternoon, say they were depressed. Then they would get up in the like late afternoon and, and get high or whatever. And on the weekend, they would go out and party. They would go to, we would go to raves and shit like that. Uh, they always, they had the energy to go out to party. You know, they didn't have anxiety when it came to getting into a sketchy situation, going to some strange drug dealer's house to score, you know, some like weird where you you go into the house and some stranger and there's like fucking like rat shit on the floor and it's totally disgusting or whatever. I don't know if you ever been in the drug scene, Annika, but it's not, it's not always no, pretty. I've, uh... You the can watch some Chris closest, Dangerfield videos if you, uh, yeah, if you want to get yeah. a good idea what I'm talking about. The closest about. I've come is like um, nightclubs and stuff where other people were kind of in the vicinity doing drugs. But no, nah, I've been pretty boring. Um, no, I'm actually looking it up. I'm trying to find. Um, it looks like there's some stuff that's been as recent as 2018. I haven't found the exact question you asked, which is how many women versus men are on you disability said disability you haven't found that one but um specifically I don't know. but specifically depression, depression. disability yes. 
Because I feel like if you're a woman, you can fucking go into a doctor's office and say, you know what? I'm just so fucking yeah. sad. I can't get out of bed. Yeah. And the government will pay. And then they all have like they're under the, they all have their, like these, you know, I think a lot of these women who have like the OnlyFans, like the, the, like the cam whore shit, they're probably like getting disability checks yeah. while I, they're yeah. running their cam whore Instagram campaigns. Yeah. And shit like that. I just want to see some data. I just want to see how many women are collecting disability checks because they're too sad to get out of bed versus men. I'd be interested to know how that breaks down. I think it would be a red pill if we could find that data because that's the most bullshit disability. <laughs> I'm sorry, but women depression um, I mean, disability is like the most bullshit. When I'm the benevolent dictator of Canada, that's going to be like the first piece of welfare that I cut off as I roll I that think, shit back. Okay. Back up a little. There are, <laughs> no, there are certain situations like a friend of mine's a firefighter in another country and ended up having some really horrible things that they witnessed um, and needed to go on. But that was, again, that was a temporary thing. I understand if like, like grief, like say if you lose a spouse or a child and you you're going crazy or your child is leukemia and then they die. I understand needing to step back for a few months and maybe getting, I mean, don't they have like insurance for that at big companies though? So they can pay. It's like, anyway, I understand there are points in your life where you may need some form of assistance because you're dealing with severe mental illness or depression, but I don't like this whole long-term if you're, if you can make money as a cam whore, but you but you can't go get a job at Starbucks, that sort of thing. So, yeah, um, I'm I'm actually um, I'm actually still gonna keep digging at this, and I'll send you it when I send it to you. I should say when I get okay. It. I had more tweets from women complaining about their incurable depression, but oh, I there's think there's yeah, the, you, I don't think, think we really, fight, I don't think we need to prove that phenomenon yeah, exists, I also, right? I also think that mental illness has a lot to do with a lot of the intersectional stuff. And I don't mean this rudely. I, I know people can be intersectional feminists and they can be social justice warriors without being mentally ill. But I think mental illness exacerbates it. And the reason I think, and I'm, I'm not saying this in a hateful way, I think that when you're dealing with a bunch, like you see the media, I mean, everybody's mad all the time, right? When you have mental illness, you already feel like a lot smaller than you really are in the world. And I think that it can make it so much worse than if you didn't have mental illness. You know, it's like you you already feel like a victim in your own mind, in your own body. But then you look out and you see, you know, a president saying something about your race or, you know, you see things and it, it infuriates you and it makes it even worse, especially if you're dealing with obesity. Think of how. I mean, life sucks. Imagine life sucking and you being 300 pounds overweight. Life I'm not sucks. totally sure I, I know what you're getting at. Like, I thought you were going to take it to like the, the whole victim I points think, thing. Um, there is that, but I, I believe that there's actual, uh, there's actually more mental illness among, I think that people are more, this is actually provable. I can, I can look it up. People are more susceptible to like social justice warrior, the, that whole thing, the phenomena of like just the insane those people, they're far more susceptible to that when they're dealing with severe either mental illness or physical disability, that they feel powerless. Because to get them to a point that I can actually look it up, 
to get them to a point where they're they're that insane, they have to have something wrong with them. You don't take a normal, healthy person and throw a little bit of shit at them and have them flip out. Like, you know, a little bit of shit. I mean, not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I definitely believe in the concept yeah, of mental health. Sorry. Someone just said it's resentment fueled that as well. But I think resentment, it, it exacerbates the problem when you have mental illness or a disability. So. It's it well. It's also just a way of like abdicating any responsibility for your actions, that, right? You blame exactly. it on That's your mental the illness. So there's this. So there's this sort of freedom that comes with it, where you don't have to be responsible for anything you do because you're. Uh, what do they call it? Neurodivergent. <laughs> Is that the cool way of saying it? Okay, uh, I don't want to do too long of a show today. I think mm -hmm. we're that's good on the Nurse Holly stuff. I think I got my shit off my chest that I wanted to say. Let's look at this one last story just for the lols, and then is it, is it we'll the call one? it yes. This is the one you sent me, yeah. Yes. This is uh, I keep from- I sending it to you. <laughs> yeah, you sent me to this. Uh, this came out I, on Monday, January 8th. And then I sent it again today. I think I've sent it a few times. <laughs> yeah, well, it's definitely uh, worthy of a look here. So the headline, male sex robots with unstoppable bionic penises are coming this year. And uh, you see the Chad robot squaring up on the woman robot like he's just getting ready to do some damage there. Um, I didn't, you know what? I didn't look at this article. Is it safe for YouTube photo wise? Hold on. Let me look at, let me just scroll through it really quick. It's funny. Here. Monday finally popped up. <laughs> He's been quiet <laughs> the whole time. He's like bionic. Okay. Yeah. yeah there's, um, there's bionic no giant penis is unstoppable. That's the next big YouTube channel guys. Instead of atheism is unstoppable. Bionic penis. So um, do you want to uh, start us off with your thoughts yeah, here? Eh, hold on. Give me just a second. Let me uh, let me pull the article up again real quick. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. It's just it's sex dolls, but now in male. I guarantee you these are going to be purchased by men far more than women. It's the real doll company. So it's the same company that makes the other ones that are really popular. Um, I'm yeah, that's, I'd say that's definitely a safe bet. Yeah, I'm going to assume that they have interchangeable bits similar to how um, some of the other sex dolls are. You can order them. Yeah, somebody says it's just a dildo with a body. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a Sibian. Are you familiar? Sibian or Sibian? I don't know. It's like oh, a that, that's saddle. like the 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 like steam powered whatever it is, yeah. like well, hydraulic. You know, it, it kind of vibrates, but they've got different attachments that go on top, allegedly. <laughs> um, <laughs> from what I hear, <laughs> they have like- <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I kind um, of heard of what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, so um, so yeah, they- um, Now, the one thing that would be interesting is I haven't heard anybody ask if they're gonna consent. That's Right, that's if, if, the, uh, if the male robots need to be programmed to consent. Yeah. That's probably not gonna I, um, come up yeah, anytime I, soon. I haven't- seen anything that suggests that they'll uh they'll speak i know some of them uh some of the sex various sex robots um i mean i think inevitably we're just gonna have fully functional fuck toy androids and that VR. have talk have personality no like actual robots yeah you know well, vr2 vr2 like yeah. they'll be both yeah. right it's gonna be yeah. star trek 
but with sex and degeneracy, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, do you know the channel Your Movie Sucks? Do you know that YouTube channel? I've heard, I believe so. Uh, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, he's like, he's just like, like, like movie reviews. Movie he's really funny. Like Red Letter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind okay. of just rips yeah, into I, movies. I, I think I've seen a couple other videos. He was he was doing a review of this movie. I can't remember what it was called, but it was some space movie. And he was yeah. talking about how on the spaceship they had a room that was like a masturbation room, and it had like a a dildo hydraulic powered thing. Yeah. And that the men, there was like a woman on the crew and like five men, but they would all periodically go in there. And like, I guess you would get like, like strapped to a table and the thing would like fuck you in the ass. Right. And he's talking and he says, he pauses and he says like, look, I'm not saying there's anything morally wrong with getting, and then he goes, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I just don't see why it had to be such a focal point of the movie or whatever. And I thought it was funny because, um, you know, you could have lots of things that are in a movie that are irrelevant, right? If you had a guy sitting there watching a, a wall paint dry, uh, you would say this is really boring and irrelevant. And I don't know why it was in the movie, but you would never feel the need to say that you don't have any moral objections to a guy watching paint dry, right? I just thought that yeah. was funny that he's like, Look, I don't think there's anything morally wrong with getting ass fucked by an electric dildo. It's like, well, it's kind of telling that you felt the need to point that out. I'm reading the chat. <laughs> it's they're entertaining. I was gonna yeah. say, um, okay, so you said about the moral stuff. One thing that's really annoying to me is gratuitous sex and violence when there's when there's no there's really no need for it other than to just show sexual well sure but you're you're talking about the actual movie making now i think yeah. i think this was more about the you the know i was yeah 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 but like anyway the, yeah to kind of get to the, the whole. masturbatory aids yeah uh marital aids i think they call marital them. aids uh, yeah, yeah marital aids. that's what they call them in or they used to call them that in texas um it's funny they have a little article about trump in this in on the same page um yeah so one of the guys he looks kind of like a john stamos kind of one of the robots i don't know if they're gonna base them on famous characters they probably are like famous people i'm assuming that is they that the go, guy from full hey. house he was Re he was rebecca romaine stamos's husband so that's yeah, so. I, I don't know i i didn't see full house <laughs> you never watched full house it is jesse uh, okay okay yeah 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 how, I, how the fuck you never seen full house man aren't we like the same age sweden. roughly yeah but, but i lived in sweden when i was a little mm. kid so i never uh. saw like a lot of that stuff there there's a lot of shows that i didn't I didn't see that. You're not missing watched, much, to be I fair. watched when I was older. Like, I watched Care Bears and He-Man in college. So, And I watched Nick <laughs> at Night. So I used to watch, like, all those shows. So, Yeah, I imagine there would be some legal issues, but that you could probably get around pretty easily yeah. by just having it look kind of like... I know that there's, like, sex, there's already right? female sex yeah. robots that are, like... Well, well they'll, like pay like a porn actress to like get a mold from her vagina and all I that and so it's like it's yeah. like as close to yeah. that as your average 
Weeb is going to get. Oh, I had there another. A, there was a safe for work YouTube video that I saw that somebody had sent me that I think it was, you know, because we do this show, people send me sex related videos all the time now. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's educational. I mean, we're, we're learning about the world around us. Um, so my theory, and we can expand on this in the future on future shows. I know you wanted to keep this one kind of short. Um, my theory is that civilizations that whether they succeed or fail is based quite a bit on how they view sex and relationships and intimacy and intercourse. So if you think about it, civilizations who allow degeneracy, sexual degeneracy, and who view sex, um, like look at even in the Middle East, how they go the way, way far other side, or sorry, that, I didn't say that right. Uh, they go the other extreme, right? Versus the West, we go, we go to one extreme, they go to another where the women have to cover up and the men have harems. Whenever, I feel like countries, the how you view sex and intimacy and intercourse and hookup culture and all that, I think that has a lot to do with the success of your nation. I think that when you have a middle balance where um, like promiscuity is discouraged, um, you know, monogamy is encouraged, marriage, family, things like that are encouraged, you're just going to keep succeeding. I think everything else is going to fall into place. I think yeah. policy, war, everything's going to fall into place. Well, the family unit is very important. Right? Yeah. We all that, know that's this. what it's, I mean. Yeah. But the family kids need to come up in a stable unit. Yeah. And so if you have degeneracy rampant, that's yeah. going to be a problem. Similarly, if, if you have, you know, women being too repressed, that's also going to be an issue. Uh, Cause the children are going to, if the children are like religiously oppressed as well, like in Muslim countries, uh, there's going to be issues from that as well. Yeah. Although I, I would give the Muslims a better long-term chance than, than the degeneracy at the end of yeah. the day. It's just not that much fun, but it yeah. probably for, has a better chance survival. of lasting. Yeah. It's just from strictly survival. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's so I have one, one last thing here. They haven't changed in 1400 years. <laughs> Do you remember our first episode where I showed you a video from a guy who was talking about weebs and their chili yes. still chili yeah. stain no, shorts. No, and he was, I still, I just got over the nightmares. This yeah. Morning. Alpha lion uh, energy. He's started a new series called the wife hunt. And he just recently released season one, episode three titled how this girl low key asked me if I was single. So I think maybe we should go out on this, give this a little watch. He moved to Uganda.
intentar eso. Let me guess. Mm. Um, I put it down. Let me get something. Put it up. Yeah, what do you put on there? Um, then I think it's a camera. Yeah, it's a tripod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you sleep good? Mm-hmm. Did you sleep good? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. He fucked her. <laughs> this guy's whole channel is like bragging okay. about the the women he fucks. One of the comments on the video is like, this guy goes to third world countries and fucks women and then brags about it. And I just thought, yeah, that's basically it. Did the mosquitoes bother you? No, they didn't. Okay. So what's your, uh, what's your impression of the place I live? Um, it's a quiet place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said this is the village? <laughs> yes, of course, it looks like a village. But aren't you from a village? Yes. What, tri- what tribe are you again? I'm Ilangi. Ilangi? Yes. Okay. Can you greet me Education. in your language? Kopango. Kopango. Kope. What does that mean? How are you? Um, I'm fine. Okay. Isn't it beautiful how green it is here? Mm-hmm. Just so lush and green. And quiet. Yeah. Just boil them. Oh. Mm-hmm. What does it taste like? Cabbage? Greens. Oh, you call it greens? Yeah. What is this called though? Um, I don't know in English. What is it called in your language or in Luganda? Uh, in Luganda they call it Nsusa. Nsusa? Nsusa. Okay. Say it again. Hasn't yet developed. This place hasn't developed yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I like it. And um, we're coming up here to the main road. The Should we try to get this guy on the show sometimes? Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is the main road. Yeah. I like her voice. She has a soft, soothing voice. The kids. This is my friend Flavia, my new friend Flavia, supermarket girl. Where's the bread? This is my little local supermarket, my first time here. Not much, but I she's carrying the basket for me. So sweet. You take that big one, small? Uh, small one. Do you have people there? No, just me. <laughs> just me. Yeah. So My friend Rose is going to take me to the market first time. He has a lot of female friends. Yeah, yeah I noticed that. Off the grid. I think this is basically it. I wanted to show you the outro scene though, because it made me laugh. 
Let's skip ahead. You gotta go to his Patreon for the director's cut of that grade A content. All right, okay. Wife hunting? Yeah. Like wife? Um, a lot of people have mentioned uh, sex tourism. It, please tell me he's doing something other than just going to these countries to get laid. I mean, he can get laid in America. Well, he's got a YouTube channel in it. Yeah, but is he, are these guys? He's, he's creating content. I understand that. I think he has I quite a few that, patrons. I understand that he's creating content and this is like he's exploring the world around him and overseas, but I, he's got to have a job over there or something, right? I don't know. We're going to have to get him on the show, I think. Okay, he's let's gonna, do it. Be, I mean, yeah. I it'd be interesting to ask him. I mean, we've had some pretty uh, interesting guests already, so. He's, he's going to be one of my be the uh, weirdest. projects, one of the guys I'm going to get. No, there's weirder yeah. people, too, that I, that I want to get yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, let's just, uh, let's call that an episode. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a calming little. Uh, it was chill. End. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. All right, everybody, thanks for watching. And, uh, oh, we're going to have a show on Sunday morning with an uh, exciting guest. Yeah, Super uh, exciting. as long as it all lines up. So I'm not going to say who favorites. the guest is, but that'll be a good show for sure. And then, yeah. of course, you'll have Can't Stop Progress on the backup channel, iHypocrite2, so make sure you're subbed there if you're missing your cringe fix for the week. All right, uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll catch you on the flip side.